Hello, everybody. Welcome to Catfish Weekly, episode 70. Tonight, we're going to talk about what's up, basically the month in review for the month of May. Um, we got a, a lot to talk about. There's a lot that happened this last month. Um, but before we get started, you know, there's some things going on right now that, um, you know, we want to we want to put out there. Chris Jones's dog is having a hard time. Um, think it might be kidney failure. Uh, so he, if if you're friends with him on Facebook, you know, let him know that you know we're there for him. He's you know, it's real hard to lose a dog or have a dog that's that's not doing well. Um, you know, they're they're basically family. So um, if you guys got anything to say on that or anything, go ahead or, or Chuck, if you want to get rolling, you can. Um. Yeah, the yeah, it's very hard to lose a dog. I I I mean, just looking at his Facebook post, man, it did about kill you. Um, you know, for I've been friends with him for a few years, and you know, almost every picture it shows him in the boat, his dog standing up on the, uh, you know, the front deck, you know, uh, leading the way or whatever. So you know, when you have a dog that spends as much, that much time with you, um, you know, it, it's it's really rough. Yeah, his dog's name was Angel, by the way. That was his dog's name. But did, so, uh, Chuck, did you have anything that you that you have ready to talk about, or you know, if not, you can go to Lyle and you can think about something. Uh, well, you know, about about the biggest thing that I seen this month that that I really wanted to talk about was the Sea Art tournament. Um. You know, the j just the raffle and the giveaway was bigger bigger than any uh, any first place prize that I've seen here lately. You know, Joey Pounders uh, won the boat. All you had to do, I think, was to uh, you know enter the tournament and and weigh a fish. You know, you had to weigh in fish, but um, you know, Joey Pounders won the won a twenty foot uh, Sea Art Pro Cat two hundred. And um, you know, I wasn't nowhere close to what the uh, first place guy won. But uh, you know, them guys um, they they had it rough out there. The you know the spawn was on heavy. Sea uh, Art picked a, a real rough time of year to you know to have that tournament. I don't know how much research they did or. They just knew it was going to be very competitive or what, but, you know, some guys pulled it off. And um, the it was, you know, some guys that's never even fished the lake before. Um, Ryan, um, I, I can't say his last name, Nagney. Gagney. Nagy. Nagy. Yeah, yeah, he, um, you know, he's never wanted, never fished the lake before, um, you know, and, he came over stoked with his strategy and him and Kevin Parks. Um Sparks. Kevin Kevin Parks. I got yeah. Sparks written. Is it Parks or Sparks? Sparks. <laughs> I got, they must have put it wrong on their website. I wrote down Sparks. Yeah, they uh they did a they did a really good job staying with their strategy and um you know, pulling this one off. But um, you know, I was pulling for Jason Bridges and uh, Jeff Dodds, you know, they teamed up and um, 
one ounce. Yeah, I mean it was it was down to you know a, a tenth of a pound. It was um, that was about the closest way in. I mean, if if one if one fish took a leak coming out of the live well, that lost it for him right then. <laughs> oh, that's true. You know, you and I talked about that a few days ago. And, uh, you know, I, I sent Jason a message, and I said, you know, I had to school. He said, I hope you won some money. I said, well, no, I didn't win any money, but Chuck and I figured that you guys would be probably the team to beat, and, and really they was, and they did get beat, but it was so minute that uh, uh, it was really, you know, a tenth of a pound is, is virtually nothing. Yeah, so, we had um – yeah, we had one fish that was that close um, at a Cabela's tournament that I fished earlier in the month, and uh, after I took after I took my fish out of the weigh tub, uh, it took a leak all the way to the tank. They had a the fire department had a big tank set up for all the uh, people to see the fish, and it took a leak all the way to the tank. And I bet if it would have weighed after that, um, I probably wouldn't have got big fish. That's how that's how close big fish was for day one. I didn't get big fish for the tournament, but for day one, uh, I mean that's how much just uh, the fish holding water and stuff like that can be important to um, that you know before they get on the scale. But yeah, that was uh, it. Turned out to be a lot more boats than I thought would be there. Um, but it it had to have been hot out there. It was, um, you know, down here a um, hundred miles south. It was uh, really, really hot that day. So I could just imagine what them guys went through on the water, and uh, you know, able to pull it off with a slow bite like that. Uh, it really took a lot of patience and uh, strategy, and um, you know. Just probably had to throw everything but the kitchen sink at them to get them to bite. But uh, you know, if, if you see the a guy that guides the lake every every day um, catch the big fish of 65 pounds, and you know some other the best cat fishermen in the United States are down there, um, you know, and couldn't get anything any bigger. That was uh, a real good day on the water. There there was some very good fish caught pre-fishing, but you know, I just didn't see. They just couldn't pull it off on the tournament day. Now, Chuck, are the fish spawning down there? Oh, yeah. Um, as far as I know, the blues haven't come off yet. Uh, there's a few being caught here and there. Um, down here on our on our river system, the Coosa, uh, some people's catching some coming off that's in the, you know, 40-pound range, which is, I guess, a pretty big fish for our size river. But, uh, you know, the flatheads that were biting really good for the past month, um, nobody's even able to get catch a flathead right now. So I guess they're they're starting their thing right now. Well, so, you know, catch the fish that they caught down there during spawn is just pretty good in itself. Yeah, 134.15 pounds for Kevin Parks and Ryan Nagy, and then 134.05 for... Uh, Jeff Dodd and um, uh, ah, Bridges, Jason Bridges. Yeah, and that, so. that could that could have been the slime 
that came off the side of it when Jason picked that fish up and, and slid it on his shirt. You know, he, he had that much slime on his shirt. So if he wouldn't have picked it up and slid that fish across his shirt, he probably would have got big fish. I mean, that's how close it was. There, that is just minute. That is, that's pretty pretty tiny amount, and uh, you know, uh, I met Jason down in uh, at Wheeler uh, January, and uh, I've talked to him several times. And he's just a really outstanding guy, and I can only imagine uh, him and, and Big Daddy in the boat together. I, I them guys had to have a blast. Oh yeah, wouldn't you just been, love to been the, the fly on the gu the gunnel and be able to just sit there and uh, watch him all day? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Joey Pridmore was also Joey Pounder's who, partner who won the boat with him. I don't know if they uh, flipped a coin or they're going to sell that boat and split it. Out. That'd be a tough thing to do, to, you know, if you don't got worked out with your partner, figure out, you know. Do we gotta sell this boat and split the money, or can I just can I just give you twelve or fifteen thousand dollars? Well, you, you have keep to it. have all that stuff decided before, just to yeah. Get. Yeah, that's it. Is awesome of them to do that, though. I mean, the fact that they they hold the tournament, they're the only company out there for for catfishing holding this catfish tournament, giving away. What do you think that is? A thirty-five thousand dollar boat? I don't know what size motor was on it. Um... I think it may have had a 115. If it had a 115 on it, it's probably still over 30,000. Yeah. See, that all started with uh, the Cook's Boat and Motor Tournament that we used to have here. A local guy that owns Cook's Marine, um, Cook's Boat and Motor, they had uh, tournaments in Louisiana, and they got Seahawks to kick in a boat and trailer every year, and then they'd get uh, Yamaha to donate a motor and, and uh, they'd have a tournament, and they'd done the drawing thing. They'd done it several years up here, right, you know, 11 miles from me in Louisiana. And uh, the last year, he said that uh, that was the last year that any of the uh, uh, Seahawks or any of them would do that. And uh, it wasn't but a couple of years later than Seahawks started doing it themselves and, and quit giving him. But the last tournament they had here uh, was 107 boats in it. So, uh, that give them an idea of what they needed to do. But, you know, the only thing that I, I got against that, and, and I've never understood it, is why they don't open that up to the general public because everybody that, that's in that tournament, at least one member of it already owns a CR. So I would think they would, would benefit greatly from having uh, um, people that didn't own CRs and let them in it and try to get a chance at winning the you know, at least they can showcase their product to, to a bunch of other people that don't already own the boats. I, yeah, I've but ever understood that. A lot of the guys that have sea arcs already, it was a good chance for other catfishers to go in with them and, and fish in a tournament and be able to fish in a sea arc if they've never fished in one before. That's and, true. And actually see, um, you know, see how they fished and everything. So, I actually went through and seen, uh, you know, uh, the entries, and there was a lot of guys that fished together that I've never seen fish together before. So, right. so it was one of those tournaments that, you know, for for one, only being able to have two people in the boat, it's going to be a, a pretty big expense for each person. So, um, you know, and, and a lot of people's partners, you know, can't get off work, so. 
Um, you know, it's just one of those tournaments that's just, uh, you know, you see different people fishing with guys you never see before. And it looked like everybody had a really good time. I, I didn't see anything negative at all about the, this whole tournament. They, uh, they had two of those in uh, the St. Louis area. Uh, before they moved it, I don't remember where they had it, uh, the one last year. They had it two years down somewhere down in Tennessee, or maybe it was down there in Owensboro. I believe it was. Uh, anyhow, um, when they had them up here, uh, I, I was asked to fish in one of them with Tony Hunt, and we fished down there. We ended up 21st out of 80-some boats. Uh, they're one place out of money, but uh, the whole place was, you know, they, they run a, a very nice tournament. They do all the stuff uh, uh, the way it should be done. They got um, old Doug Rice uh, goes down and helps them, and uh, uh, Daryl and Jason Massigill, and I don't know who all else is, is down and was down in Alabama, but uh, they've done a really nice job of putting on a tournament for an organization that doesn't normally do tournaments. You know, they only do one a year, so. Uh, they kind of got it going on. They they just uh, they put on a good show, and uh, they're the one that I was at. The only thing that I didn't really like, and I, I'm not a fan of the slide where they slide the fish down the slide back in the water. Uh, you know, and that's just a personal thing for me. I uh, put them in holding tanks and take them and release them each one individually. That's it. Just looks dangerous to me, but you know, it very well may be fine. I know a lot of places do that. But, uh, you know, they just uh, they put a pretty good show on, and, and kudos to them because, you know, where else can you go win a boat like that and the only entry you have is to get in the tournament and catch one fish. This, are you talking about the CR slides them down a slide? That's what they done here. I was say at the this last one uh, Chris Jones posted on our Facebook page of his daughter with uh, the fish she caught in the in the holding tank right behind it, so... I think they're using a holding tank now. Well, they may be. Uh, that girl actually uh, is not his daughter. That is a uh, just a friend of his. Uh, I believe that he used to date her mother, and they became friends even after whatever happened happened. And and Chris has taken her out and took her fishing. And and uh, you know we was contacted about her about the junior pro staff position. She was just a little bit too old to be involved with it. And Chris had told me that. Her objective uh, in life to be 15 years old, she wants to be a catfishing guide. Now, boys, uh, that's stepping up to the plate at an early age and telling people what she wants to do. Yeah, I, I seen that she had a different last name. I didn't know what the story was, if it was a stepdaughter or anything like that. So, I, I yeah, the you know, she it was a he took a great picture. I don't know if you've seen that yet or not of her standing in front of that tank with the fish right behind her. It was awesome. She, she's a really, really nice uh, girl, and in fact, the person that first brought her up to me um, uh, was Brad Kilpatrick. You know, he said, you really need to take a look at this girl, and I said, Brad, uh, you know, I know about her. She's a sweetheart of a lady, and, and we'd love to do something, but we put an age restriction on it, and she's already passed the deadline to get in. You know, if it hadn't have been for that, she would have been a perfect candidate uh, to be in there. She she. She fishes with Chris a lot, and, uh, you know, it, it's outstanding that he would take her down to Alabama and 
because uh, Chris could get a partner. I mean, they took Brent Riddle with them too, and, and you're not going to find a better person to be in a boat with than Brent. But uh, to, for two guys to take a 15-year-old girl, and, and um, I didn't see very many pictures of them guys with fish, but you've seen her with fish uh, all the time. Well, she she got her personal best out there. I got it written down here. I think it's uh, 44, 45.4 pound blue. So that's a that's a absolutely great fish to catch. A 45 pound blue is that had to have been a blast. Definitely, uh, definitely something to remember. Something she'll have memories of, and she'll she'll be especially if she's going to become a guide. She'll she'll beat that 45 pound mark easily. Oh yeah, because because Chris doesn't just fish on Lake the Ozarks, and there's big fish in Lake the Ozarks, but uh, he take the girl's name is Taylor McKenzie, and and he take uh, Taylor McKenzie Huber, uh, he takes Taylor to the Missouri River, and they fish. Uh, uh, if if I remember correctly, they've been out to some of the, the lakes in Kansas where there's some big fish, but uh, she's got the capability of going places, and Chris is doing all kinds of stuff to help her and. And this past weekend, uh, uh, they had um, Brent in the boat. And, um, you know, what she doesn't learn or pick up from Chris, guys like Brent Riddle and people like that will, will help her. And if she wants to uh, uh, spend her time taking people catfishing when she's old enough to do so, um, she'll have the experience in another three or four years to do just that and be very successful with it. Yeah, and and you know she's a very nice looking young lady now, but when she's eighteen, nineteen years old, she's gonna be so much better looking than Chris. Hell, he won't be able to get a get a guy job. <laughs> All right, so Chuck, did you have anything else? Uh, yeah, um, you know, the other day we was talking about um, you know sponsors and. Uh, you know all that stuff. This was a perfect example of seeing. Um, you know, it, it was a Sea Art tournament, and you had guys that were sponsored by Tracker Fishing with guys in Sea Arts. Um, you had guys that were, um, you know, out promoting uh, custom boats and have their own custom signature boats out. Uh, you know, fishing with guys in Sea Arts. Um, you know th this. This makes a, uh, you know, this is what it's all about. It don't matter who your sponsors are, um, you know, if they don't understand that you're going to go out and, you know, enjoy um, time with other people and use other products every now and then, you know, that's that's just silly. Um, well, you know, um, Jeff Dodd runs a tracker. He's sponsored by Bass Pro and. Um, this this summer or this spring we put some new people on and some of them you and I've talked about this time or two. Yeah. Uh, put some people on and they're sponsored by different people and you know uh, some of the guys ask me you know they know that I'm, I'm sponsored by Driftmasters and then they're not you know some of them are sponsored by uh, Steve Douglas and Monster Rod Holders and some of them are sponsored by J uh, uh, Jesse Simmons and, and uh, his rod holders. I can't think of the name of them, but you know you know who I'm talking about. And and it doesn't bother me. And I think, and this is just my personal opinion, that a lot of these companies 
need to work together to make it better for catfishing and not so much about me, 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 me. Uh, and to prove that point, I had sent Steve a, um, uh, a message here some time ago, and I said, Steve, I want to thank you because some of these guys are having your uh, monster rod holder logo put on the jersey, and I know they're asking you for approval before they do it, and they very much should do that. I said, I don't have a problem with them doing that because they asked me uh, in the same uh, token if they could use um, <clears throat> my logo on his jerseys, and, and uh, that's you, you, everybody should work together with that. I think that it is a very uh, uh, upcoming thing that if these companies don't start working together and try to help each other out, uh, some of them is probably going to be in trouble. And, and I, I just kudos to the guys working together and, and letting that happen. And uh, you know, I'm quite sure that a lot of the big major players that was down there, they they all contacted their people and said, "Hey, I'm going to be fishing with what's his name and his boat, and it's a this or that." And, and we're going to be using this kind of rods and these kind of reels. And if any of them had sponsorship, they probably all cleared that. Um, because I get that a lot. And I think that is a really cool way to do it. And if everybody works together, I honestly believe that it's a better situation for anybody. You know, you had, I, you had got a hold of me about fit doing something like that here a while back. Now, you know, I don't really don't have a problem with it. Uh, as long as it's not somebody that's trying to tear up uh, the, what we stand for. And, and most of these companies aren't. You know, most of these guys that are promoting uh, products or um, uh, people, uh, you know, they're in, in this for the right reasons. There's a few that's not. But for the most part, they are, and, and I think everybody should work together. Yeah, there's uh there's a lot of people that that definitely are. Let's see, how do I want to say it? You know, I'm not. I don't want to offend anybody, but they're very negative. And even though they're trying to be positive in their in in their way and towards their goals, um, when when any time you put negative out there along with it, it it overshadows your positive. Um. I'm trying to figure out a way to, to say this correctly. You know, I don't want to make anybody mad or anything, but there is a lot of, you know, the just the a positive comment with a slight-handed, you know, back comment on it and attached to it. And just that little bit of that negativity overshadows everything. That's, you know, you completely voided everything good you were trying to do with just a little bit of negativity in it. Um. I'm not saying that you know, ever, you know, any specific person or anything like that. I'm, I'm saying it's it's going on there in 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 the catfishing world right now. Um, we need to be figuring out ways to be sticking together more than finding ways to be fighting and arguing and being you know having just a little bit of a difference separate us. Uh, that's that's 100% correct. These these companies. Um, it doesn't matter what company it is. They're doing. Uh, it's cost them a percentage of money to get out there and promote people and and sponsor them. And in return, they get uh, a couple of people buying their products from them once in a while. And 
you know, you get guys like Rob Clodfelder of Whisker where he promotes a lot of tournament series and several uh, individual teams and stuff, and, and Rob steps up and goes out of his way to, to treat everybody nice and fairly. He believes in the conservation effort that we're all behind, and, and uh, you don't want to ever do anything to make a guy like that aggravated. So in the same token, it wouldn't matter if it was Steve or me or, or, or whoever it is, you know, have the courtesy to call them up and say, hey, I'm gonna, I got a chance to fish this tournament. Is it okay? And I can't imagine anybody ever saying no unless it was uh, somebody that just had been slanderous to you in the past. And then, and then that, that, that might cause you an issue. But uh, I, honestly, I, be <clears throat> I believe that I've made a conscious effort to try to right some wrongs that, that some of us have had in the past, and I know some of them um, have done that besides me, and I believe it has been a valiant effort on several uh, parts of different uh, companies and individuals, and um, that makes me think we're headed in the right direction uh, instead of the negative part like he was talking uh, we was a year or two, three, four years ago. Yep, definitely. I mean, there no none of us are perfect. We all have made our own mistakes. You know, we haven't handled things the way we'd like to have handled them. And as we grow and get older and learn from the mistakes and and learn how we have to be working together and everything, you know, you just gotta hope that the people involved in past quarrels and things, I guess, grow at near the same pace and and can get together and work those differences out. But uh, it, it's it's definitely it's definitely going I think in in the right direction. There's definitely setbacks as there is with anything, uh, but we're definitely you know working working through those setbacks in catfishing, keeping uh, conservation in mind, keeping um, you know basically the the common goal in mind. And then there's going to be people that are going to be your um, extremists I guess and people who I guess hold off on on change and working together a little longer than others but hopefully those people you know come to see the light as well and and, and Vince in chat says there has to be a return on investment that's that's a very good point you know me and Vince talked a little bit uh, in chat and we were talking about um, the the sponsors as well and we were talking about the the companies that aren't in fishing and aren't in um, necessarily catfish or anything specific or even in fishing that you, you can try to get into sponsors you know and that's they it, it can be done it is definitely a tougher sale as a sponsor you know to get like a, a shell or or speedway or um, you know Ford or Chevy or any of these people who aren't in necessarily in fishing, and, and yet they sponsor bass fishing, they sponsor crappie fishing. Uh, you know, these people aren't really in catfishing as sponsors too much right now. Um, you know, because of some past negative uh, connotations to do with catfishermen, and, and and not necessarily understanding that the 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 sport has grown and that the number of people that's involved in it now and um, you know the way we're trying to step the image up and and I think those companies have to see uh, not necessarily they have to if they, if they can see you in a positive light 
and they can see an investment in the future with catfishing, you're going to get them to sign on with you, and, and you've got to make sure that you keep that relationship as good as possible. You know, every company has to look at you and, and what you're doing as, as an investment to them. But, yeah, the Chuck, did you have anything else on that? or? No, that's, that's about all I got on that. Okay. Lyle? I don't, I don't have anything in the past month to talk about. The only thing I have is some upcoming stuff that I want to talk about. But if you've got some past stuff, go ahead with it. Yeah, I got some. I wanted, I wanted to do some, uh, some talking about um, some of the past <coughs> things, I believe. Um, real quick here, I want to say uh, to some of the people posting on our our timeline, I, we like to do a like a Catfish Weekly, you know, member shout out for people that are posting on our Facebook page and stuff like that. So the following people have have posted on the Facebook page, and we want to say thank you and keep it up to everybody. Uh, Nate Smith. Sean Harris, Brody Morrison, Nate Giles, uh, Jason Meyer. There's there's just a few people. Um, thanks to you guys for posting on the Catfish Weekly Facebook page. Um, Sean Harris's daughter Jillian got her personal best 8.14 pound channel cat. Uh, so and that was recently. He posted that on our page too. So thank you, Sean. Uh, congrats, Jillian. That's a nice little fish you got there. And Hopefully your dad keeps you going and, and gets you on something a little bigger. Um, what else do I got? Um, Catfish Magazine. If you guys don't know, this is this one of our sponsors for Catfish Weekly. It's on our or on our our website, catfishweekly.com. All the ads that you're on the Watch Us Live page that you see. Um, this is the one that's right up there in the top. This was a digital version at first. This is the first issue of the print version. The print version is now selling. This is a, a bi-monthly magazine, so it's six magazines a year. Uh, I believe it's $34.95 for one year and $54.95 for two years. Um, that is Canadian, so it's going to come out to a, a little bit less. I believe it's $29 or so U.S., for a year um, instead of $34.95. Um, so this is the June-July issue. Um, just so everybody can see here. You can see our ugly mugs right there. We, we are in there. <laughs> so it's got a lot of good, good articles in it. It's got nice big letters. Uh, the pages are real nice quality, good quality pictures in it. It's definitely... And it's one of those things where it's, you know, we have to support them if we want to see things like this coming, you know, and, and we want to show that, that we're out there and we're, we're spending our money on the things that are, are good to spend our money on. So um, if you have any questions about getting the magazine or anything, it, it shouldn't be too hard. You, like I say, you could click on that link in our, on, our, on our page. I believe that link might have been broken. I haven't fixed it yet. Somebody mentioned something. I think they changed it. It was right, and then they changed their URL, so I'll change that. But uh, there, you can look it up on Facebook. You can go to Catfish. Uh, you can look up Catfish Magazine um, on Google and probably find it. Uh, but like I said, it's it's an awesome magazine. It's definitely something that we need and people would love to read. And um, 
and, and take the information in. So check it out, order it. Um, that's all I have on the Catfish Magazine. One of the other things I've seen happen on our Facebook page, and, and it's something that you know I just want to address. I think that um, it, it's kind of becoming an epidemic with with some of us. And, and I'm not even going to say that I'm excluded. I'm sure that I've done it before, and I and I and I have to think about it, and you have to do the right things on these. But when somebody posts a picture on Facebook, on on Catfish Weekly, on the internet, you know, on, on any social media sites. Um, there's a lot of people that don't ask questions. They don't uh, really understand even what's happening, and they immediately go on an attack. Uh, they attack the poster. You know, why are you holding that fish like that? Why did you kill that fish? You know, what's are you? You know, you're, it's really getting to a point where people will not post things and they and they won't you know they won't even have a discussion with you because you're constantly attacking them rather than educating anytime we go and we and we do something and 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 our attempt to educate the people and try to get them to see the the importance of conservation and and believe our beliefs with what we're doing you're not going to gain a, a person's ability to listen to you or trust you or you know hear your hear your thoughts or anything by immediately attacking them their first reaction is going to be to defend themselves and remove themselves from probably the entire situation um, you know so the the attacking especially on the catfish weekly page I don't want to see it if I do, I'm probably going to delete your comment. Um, while if it's something that we don't feel we we believe in and that we um, want to see, we'll remove the picture. We'll remove it. We won't let you guys see it. But if it if it's an occasional fish that somebody you know once a year they keep a a flathead, you know, and and they fish for them all the time, and they decide they want to keep one a year, you know. All you can do is try to educate the person and, and let them make that decision. You can't chastise them. You can't attack them. Um, you have to stop and think about how other people do things in different parts of the country and whatnot may not be exactly the way you do it and the way that you've thought about it. So the only thing you can do is, is try to be polite, educate. If they understand that or if they have a good explanation for you know why they got four fish or something and, and three of them are bigger or whatever you at least give them that opportunity what do you guys think about that well one of the things that I see is um, guys holding up these fish by the gills and, and it doesn't matter to me if you're gonna keep the fish to eat or if you're gonna release it that boys you, you've got to figure out another way to hold them fish because when you stick your hand up in gills that's where they breathe that's like plugging your nose up and, and holding you up in the air you can't breathe you can't get air and the fish are the same way you're just destroying their breathing apparatus uh, and well you guys will tell you that well, we're gonna we're gonna eat the fish anyhow well that doesn't matter there's no sense of putting them through that while before you know before so uh, to try to hold them up and support them uh, 
underneath the belly so that you don't uh, mess them up. And, and um, there, there really is no reason to, to kill those breeding-sized fish. So, uh, you know, everybody seems to think, or so a select few seem to think that there's an abundance of those uh, in the water, and, and that may have been true at one time, but there's more people fishing now than ever was before. Um, there's better electronics and people are smarter and they know how to find these fish and, and work with them uh, uh, more than ever was before so the numbers of fish being taken out is now greater than it ever was before uh, so we need to to practice um, selective harvest is the best way to do it I mean it, it, take your small fish leave the breeders go uh, you know, if you deep hook one, or if you didn't catch but one, and you want a meal, that's that's a different situation. Nobody's gonna 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 be on you about that. But if you catch a whole bunch of fish, uh, and they're all big ones, there's no sense of taking them all out. You're just you're just killing the fact that those fish will never get any bigger, and all the the ones they'll never be able to reproduce again. So uh, take your smaller fish out. They're by far better eating anyhow. Not to mention, when you hold that fish up by the gills. Um, how many times have you caught a fish that you plan to take home and eat, and at the end of the night you change your mind and let it go? Yeah. There's lots of people that do that. I mean, you're like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to clean this fish out tonight. I don't, I got too many fish. Whatever it is, so holding that fish by the gills while you think at the time you're going to take it home, you know, there's like you said, there's no reason to to put the fish through that to begin with, even if you are going to eat it, you might change your mind, um, and you want to give that fish the best possibility to live, so just just hold them up, support their weight, um, you know, more, my point more to that, though, was that the, oh, we lost Chuck, he did say they were, that he was getting hit real hard with a storm, so hopefully he gets back in, and, um, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's, I definitely want to stress of holding the fish right, and if, if you guys looked at the pictures that, uh, uh, Taylor, um, yeah, Taylor posted up online. She's supporting the body of that fish. She's she's holding them correctly. She's not holding them up by a lip or fish grips or anything like that or in the gills. Um, you know, so definitely with the youth, you want to make sure that you're showing them the correct way. The youth is learning the correct way, and it keeps going through. And and these fish have a much healthier. Uh, population for for their for their kids and grandkids and as we go forward in the future. But uh, yeah, I mean it, it, a lot of that a lot of that what I'm saying though really is just the the attacking. I mean even if you see somebody holding a fish by the gills, you can't attack them. You have to just educate them. Uh, if if you educate somebody and they continuously want to post pictures doing the wrong thing, then maybe attack them, I guess. Then then maybe you can get a little, you know, firmer with them and, and try to make them see the fact that, you know, they're continuing to do the wrong thing. And, and just like Catfish Weekly, you know, we, we have people that ask questions that, that are there to, to see what's going on and learn the correct ways. Um, if you're attacking somebody, it's almost training the younger kids that that's the way they're going to have to deal with someone like that is to attack. If we teach them that we need to educate and and have uh, you know that mentality with the people that not everybody understands or knows um, our beliefs, 
and once they understand them and hear them in a manner that isn't being offensive, then they're more likely to at least listen to you and let that knowledge take hold into them. So you want you want your children or the other children that are looking at the site to see a an adult, you know, acting as an adult, not attacking on the website, on the forums, that kind of thing. So let's see. Uh, if every person has ever complained about what someone did with the legal fish they caught on social media, instead took that time to write the lawmakers to get slot, slot limits put in, it would be more helpful. <laughs> Very possibly, yes. <laughs> then, you know, then again, I, I, no, I won't go into political. <laughs> we'll, stay, we'll leave politics out of this. <laughs> but, uh, Okay, what else do I have? Um, um, also, I want to say congratulations to uh, Vince and Bill Nadowski. Good old Nadowski. The big Nadowski. They got second place in that Cabela's King Cat Super event in Tennessee. Um, uh, they did. They did really well. I can't remember. They had 89 pounds or something like that day one, and and had. Um, I forget what he said. I for, I, I know they had a they had a good bag for two days. Um, and, and I know that you know Vince fishes a lot of tournaments and stuff, and that's a good win for them. That's definitely something that uh, I would like to do as well. Is get you know go to one of them super events or or big uh, Cabela's or Bass Pro events and. Do, do really well in. Um, I know he's in chat. I don't know if he could if he could talk a little bit about you know if it, did, did it seem like the fish were on spawn there as well or were they pre-spawn or post-spawn or anything like? I would guess they'd be if anything maybe pre-spawn. 118 and 96 were two weights. I guess they had so that's. Now, 215 pounds total. That's a that's a good two-day bag. But yeah, the if you can post, a, you know, talk a little bit about, tell us what like what you were noticing. Were they in the the more moving water? Was it that seemed like it was a post-spawn or pre-spawn bite, or right in the middle of spawn, anything like that? And while he's doing that, since uh, I, I want to say that I I I talked with uh. Um, Keith Copenhagen, I ended up uh, getting fully on the pro staff with uh, um, Cat River Anchors. Um, I, I know Lyle and I believe Chuck would agree with me 100%. I've used my Cat River Anchor now for I think a year and a half. Um, I've had maybe a year, maybe right around a year. Um, ever since I've seen one, I got one. I've used a Richter Anchor. I've used a lot of different, I, I won't even say the other names, but um, that Cat River Anchor, by far the design, uh, you can tell it, it, it's an excellent designed anchor. It works very well. I have a deep V boat that can be harder to, to, to anchor at some points, especially with good current. And I know the guys in the Mississippi River and stuff uh, say that that anchor absolutely digs in and grabs a hold really well. So I, I want to thank them for adding me to the pro staff and it's an anchor that I fully 100% support and hopefully uh, 
we'll be with them for a while. And Vince said that he goes, it, he he felt as if the fish were on spawn. Um, he caught they caught all their fish vertical drifting ledges. Current was almost nil. Um, they controlled drift about 0.2 mile an hour. A lot of the, a lot of the blues had mud on the belly, so they were sitting real, real close on the bottom. They were sitting right on the bottom, so they they were getting slapped in the face with the baits. It sounded like. Um, as far as in the past month, I think that's all I have for in the past month. I have some things. Oh, wait a minute, no. Um, the World Fishing Network. There was a um article by Keith Sutton. If you look it up on Facebook, the World WFN World Fishing Network, um, they had a article, I believe it was called Chesapeake Bay Blues. Um, it was a really good article. It's talking about the commercial fishing, the local population uh, of catfish that, that's there, um, what he felt the, um, I guess the locals had uh, misconcepted about the, the catfish and uh, talks a little bit about the uh, groups that are organized to try to help save uh, the catfish out there even though the it almost sounds like the uh, DNR and the the Department of Fish and Wildlife are kind of on two different pages in that state um, but it's a really good article I think you guys should check it out uh, read about it and, and if you can you know help support them in whatever way you can did either of you guys read that or anything? Yeah. Yeah, I read it. Pretty well written. Okay. All right, yeah. Um, yeah, you can go ahead if you want while and talk about some of your upcoming things. And... Well, the, the the main thing that I want to talk about is the uh, uh, Fishing for Freedom tournament in Quincy, Illinois, coming up this Saturday. Um Last year, and I've posted this several times for people to watch the video, we was fortunate enough to take out a, a gentleman named Lyle Axon. Um, not only is he um, a member of the Bushwhacker Outdoors filming group where they film fishing and hunting trips all over the place, uh, he is um, active military at Fort Leonard Wood. He is an outstanding guy. And I don't remember, I may have said something about this last week. I can't remember if I did or not. But um, he had asked to fish with us again this year. And, of course, we was thrilled with the fact that, that he wanted to do that and, and film it again. And um, a friend of his, which was in the Army, um, ended up with cancer. And last fall he took, them to, uh, took this gentleman to Maine, I believe it was, for a whitetail hunt and they killed him a, a really nice deer and, and the gentleman passed away and uh, with with his cancer issue uh, which was very sad so this year we had the privilege uh, instead of going with us uh, Lyle accents his name and he asked me if uh, um, we would take this guy's 16 year old daughter out I've never met her I understand she hasn't caught anything bigger than small bass and stuff out of the pond uh, so we he's he has donated his trip with us to her, and he is going to get in the boat and film out of John's boat, um, which will be beside us whether we're drifting or whether we're anchored or whatever. And most likely, Ben's this is a 
uh, non-experienced young lady uh, filling in for her dad. We were probably mostly anchor fish for that reason. But um, uh, again, this will be filmed and it will be put out uh, for everyone to see. And, and we'll have cameras in our boat and cameras in John's boat. And, and uh, also... Um, um, Jeremy Sanders is going to take a warrior out, uh, and his fishing partner is also a uh, uh, ex-military gentleman that lost a leg in Iraq, I believe, uh, and has an artificial limb. Uh, and that's Jeremy's everyday partner. He got hooked up with him through this tournament, and they fished together a lot. Uh, also, John and Ron King uh, will be taking out a guy. Now, both of these boats will also have uh, camera guys in with their warriors to get as much footage as, as, footage as we can uh, to make this as, as, as good a show as we possibly can. So uh, any of you guys that have not signed up and want to or or thought about it and didn't know if you, you could do it or not, there's no, um, you don't win any money in this thing. It's not about money, it's about giving back to the people that take care of us day in and day out in our military and, and they are the the greatest heroes in the United States of, of all. These guys give everything for us and never ask nothing in return. And um, some of the some of the warriors that are taken out are um, uh, retired, uh, are no longer in the military. Some of them are active duty. Um, Lyle is actually active duty still at Fort Leonard Wood, and, and there is they bust these in and ship them in from all over. Um, this is probably one of the most worthwhile efforts of anything that I've ever been involved with. I know. Joe Lucky and, and uh, Jerry Klein. Um, I believe, I'm not 100% sure, but I believe they have won the catfish division of that the last couple years or, or finished in the top five for sure. Um, and, and they have a guy that they take out all the time and he's just, you know, they have a blast. And uh, if you want to do something that makes you feel so good and meet some of the finest men and women that are in our country, um, you need to get a hold of Fishing for Freedom in Quincy, Illinois and get signed up. Uh, they're running boats, uh, fishing for bass and crappie out of Mark Twain Lake. Uh, the catfish guys, of course you can fish Mark Twain if you, if you want, but uh, pools 24 up to, I say be from around the Clarksville Dam up to the Keokuk line, I believe you can go to any of those places and and take you out one of these military men or women and, and show them that you care for them, as much as they do for you, it's it's it just Jack Height drove all the way from wherever he lives in Indiana a couple of years ago, him and his wife, uh, to Quincy and took a, a one of these heroes out, and uh, I was just blown away that that he done that. And I, I know his work schedule conflicts with him being able to do that uh, since then, but I, I you know th that's the kind of people that we need to to support these guys. They give everything for us, and it doesn't hurt to give a little back. Speaking of that, man, I, I I'd made total plans to do that, and I had no idea that it was this weekend. And I just got done promising I'd go to this Bend Area Care tournament. So I'm sorry, I would have really wanted to do it. Well, there's um there's always and there'll be a hundred and some boats taking soldiers out. Um, there's always extra soldiers that don't have a boat. 
It gets bigger every year. They, they, they have motorcycle escorts, miles of motorcycles, and they escort these guys when they pull out of the ramps. It's not in Quincy. And you, you pull your boat with this gentleman in the, or girl in the, uh, in the vehicle with you, and you go through these little towns, and uh, people are standing on their front porch waving flags and uh, honking their horns at you. It's the most cool thing you could ever possibly do. I'll definitely do it next year. I'll I'll make sure that I stick with you know get with you and make sure I have it in a calendar and I know exactly when it'll be. And well, John didn't know for sure if he was going to be back. He'd been in Germany for a few weeks and wasn't sure he was going to be back. Now John usually goes out and takes a guy uh, or a lady with him. Um, last year, one of the coolest parts of this uh, event was there was a military man and wife both from, I believe it was Fort Leonard Wood, uh, that they had come up and they actually had tried to put them together in a boat where they could fish together and she said, no, I want my own boater. I'm going to catch the biggest fish and uh, she did do that. So, uh, you know, it's just a, it's a blast. They have a, they have a huge truck come in uh, that is the coolest looking thing and then they set up up there and the whole town of Quincy gets behind this. The whole riverfront is set up, and the line of boats that come through to weigh fish and stuff is just unbelievable. And uh, they let them go out because you know there's no money involved. It's just just uh, bragging rights and and to support your people and and to go out with these guys and gals and take them out and get them on some fish. And the first year we went, we didn't get our guy on any fish, but hardly anybody else did that year. It was really tough. And uh, he and I apologized to him. I said, you know, I'm very sorry we didn't get you any fish. And he said, you know what, I got to get out in the boat, and that was as good as catching them. So he was extremely happy, and uh, we got off to a rough day that day. He was supposed to be at a place that actually he was, and I was there, but we was in two different areas, and everybody else was gone and already fishing before we even got put together. And uh, it was just kind of a crazy deal, but we had a really good time. And and I promise you, these are some of the finest people you'll ever be around in your life. Now, is this event on Saturday or Sunday, or what exact day is it? And well, they'll have a a dinner Friday night, uh, and they have a presentation uh, for the military, and it is outstanding. They feed you, and they give you hats and. Uh, all kinds of stuff for, for people taking their time and all this stuff is donated from different uh, organizations and uh, stores and, and companies and different things and um, then Saturday is the tournament you pick your guy up and there's a certain time you can put your boat in and you go out and you put your boat in you put them on fish and the tournament's only for four hours or so so I mean you got to be back in by noon and it's always hot when you get back in and everybody's burning up but um, they'll have all kinds of hot dogs and hamburgers and different things to eat and drink set up right there on the riverfront so you don't have to worry about any of that. And, and uh, the biggest smiles you'll ever see comes off of some of these boats. It's just, um, it's really an amazing thing. It, um, you know, we talk a lot about Aaron Wheatley and what he does in Owensboro, Kentucky with the Monsters on the Ohio and what he does and puts together is outstanding um, and that's the quality show these guys do up there but it's it's not it's for free uh, there's no money uh, 
like I say, you can win it all. I think we got fifth overall last year. I was very pleased with that. And uh, it's it's not about winning anything. Now this the first and second or third place places they get <clears throat> they get some uh, trophies and stuff, but there's no money involved. It doesn't cost you any entry fee. You're just taking a guy out or a girl out and showing them a good time on the water. And and I promise you they'll have fun whether they catch a fish or not. And if they catch a fish, then you're their hero. So that's just the way it works. That's awesome. Right. Did you have any other? Upcoming events you want to talk That's about? That's all I got for for right now. Um, I don't even have the schedule up for our next tournament with Twisted Cat Outdoors, but I'll have that. I'll ha I'll get that ready later. Yeah, we got another show. You you'll be able to get in out there before then, because the uh, I have I just have a couple of upcoming events to talk about. Um, one is called the uh, Jim Moose Carden Kids Fishing Clinic. Um, it's out of Kokomo, Indiana. Uh, they do need captains, and, and what that means is kind of like what Lyle's talking about. You, you bring the boat, uh, you'll have probably a couple kids uh, that you'll take out. Uh, they do a tournament. Um, I believe it's kind of the same thing. I don't think there's uh, any money involved. It's more trophies and taking kids out and, and uh, you know, getting them on the water and and showing them fishing and, and, and just really having a good time with the kids, you know, and they, they if you're not, um, if you're able to do it, Kokomo, Indiana is a little bit north of Indianapolis, I'd say maybe 45 minutes or so north of Indianapolis, Indiana. That um, They have a Facebook page. Uh, if you're able to uh, join and be a captain, I'm sure they'd love to have you. Um, the the tournament the tournament that they're going to have is July 25th. Um, that's when the date is. So you got plenty of time to plan if you want to do it. Uh, get a hold of them. Uh, they'll, they'll contact you and give you all the information you need. Um, but you can just go to their Facebook page, look for the uh, I believe it's Captain's Needed post that they have on their Facebook page, and you can reply there, and then uh, they'll get it set up so that you're a captain, uh, and you can be there to do that. Um, Denise and Brian competitive catfishing. Uh, they they invited me earlier this year to go fish the winter on Wheeler uh, tournament, uh, and I went and fished with them. We had a great time, caught some big fish. Uh, they invited me to go to the Bend Area Care tournament out of Mason, West Virginia, this Saturday, and I took them up and. I said since uh, we fished out of their boat in uh, in January, uh, we'll t I'll bring my boat over and we can fish out of my boat in this tournament. So um, I'm going to go hang out with them. We're going to fish the Bend Area Care Tournament out of West Virginia. That's uh, the, the 6th this weekend, this Saturday. Uh, hours are from 7 to 4. Um, the Bend Area Care, I, I just, I've heard about it from a few people and I just researched them a little bit. It sounds like it. It has to do with uh, the benefit of, of children as well for uh, uh, to to have Christmas have Christmases for kids who who couldn't afford them or get Christmas presents or or whatever. And and Vince is saying, "Dang it, Fud, what? <laughs> what I do?" <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna go fish with them. Hopefully, we're gonna we're gonna do well. We're gonna have a great time, um, and, and it's for a good cause. 
So if you're able to make that, that's a great stretch of water from everything I've heard. Lots of flatheads, uh, lots of good good blues. Um, hopefully they're not on spawn. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but hopefully we can get down there and get some good fish and, and have a good time. Uh, and, and thanks to them for inviting me. Um, you know, it's awesome. That they, they, they actually went out with me once, and then they decided they could do it again. <laughs> oh, it says they have raised over a million dollars in the 25 years, so that's that's pretty cool. But can you tell me exactly what all it goes goes towards, Vince? Is it miscellaneous uh, children's activities and things, or is it a specific thing? Or? I know, you know, I... Anytime you guys can do something where, you know, you can do anything to help out with, with uh, you know, veterans and kids and, and, you know, it's not really taking anything away from you. You're, you're just going and, and you're doing what you like to do or love to do anyway. I think you should, you should really, uh, you know, take the opportunity to do it. It's, it's really nice to be able to help, help out and give back and, and, Take these veterans and kids out on the water and share your passion with them. Take your camera and notebook. Justin and Tabby will be there. Yeah, it goes. It go, he says it goes towards Christmas for needy children. So that that was one of the things I read. I wasn't sure if it was like multiple things or or just that. But yep, in the Bend area of West Virginia. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, Justin and, and Tabitha will be there, and maybe they'll need to get their notebook out and take some lessons from old Fud. They, all I know is they better not be in my spot. That's what I'll, I. They better not be there. <laughs> but uh, he said he Vince says that this tourney makes up about seventy five percent of the Bend Area Cares budget. So it's definitely uh, money going to a good cause, um, and if you can make it. You know, give it a shot if you're that way. But I, th I believe that's all I have. If you guys got anything else or anything you thought of or anything, Chuck, you got something? Yeah, um, I want to remind everyone. I just put put up the link. Um, you know, the COA of Arkansas, Robert Talman, he does a great job with this, and. Um, there's going to be a giveaway with a black horse rod donated by Lyle and uh, Vince Roger uh, donated to Coda 600 uh, Reel. Uh, it's going to be a combo giveaway. Um, and you can go to the, um, the COA uh, Facebook page or go to Robert Talman and uh, you can PayPal tickets. Um, there's not many going right now. The giveaway is going to be September 5th at the uh, Catfishing for a Cause tournament, um, which if you're in the Arkansas area, that's also a great um, a great tournament to go uh, fish to raise money for the awareness. Um, they they raise money and take out these uh, disabled and uh, you know challenged people uh, fishing. They take them. Um, hunting, they take them and buy them hunting clothes. Um, a lot of them get to leave with their own rods and reels. 
And, uh, you know, the more that we can donate and buy tickets, the more these guys are going to be able to leave these events and, and be able to bring their own rods and reels home with them instead of just using loaners and uh, going home without something. So, um, yes, go, go to the website, check it out, get with Robert Talman, and uh, see what you can do to make these uh, small little events uh, huge. Um, the Catfishing for a Cause tournament this year is going to be September 5th. That's when the giveaway is going to be. Um, but you can start ordering the tickets now. All the money that he gets ahead of time is really going to be um, it's really going to help him out. So we don't need to wait to the last minute to start buying these tickets because he, he needs money now to start you know helping getting stuff and stuff like that. So um, please give it a, a look and see what you can do. You know um, Robert does a uh, uh, really does a lot of, of stuff for this uh, uh, organization, and, and uh, you know, this this disabled and challenged individuals is, is something that that people don't realize the need for that, you know. And this is one of the things that 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 Paul Ragsdale has done over the years, and people forget about. Uh, he goes to nursing homes and talks fishing with them guys and disabled children and different, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. And people forget about about that, that and how much that guys like Robert does and and, and Paul and and uh, there's others that I'm, I may or may not be aware of or I may just forgot them. But uh, these guys spend a lot of time and energy and their own funding a lot of times to to hook them up with tackle and. Uh, packages of hooks and stuff and and you know they try to get people to donate things and it's a really really hard to get donations uh, for a lot of these these deals and um, uh, Robert works very hard as Paul does but Robert puts a lot of effort in with with this deal down in Arkansas and now they're doing some tournaments and everything and and uh, you know just give him a shout out if you see him on Facebook thank you for everything he does because he puts a lot of effort in that Sure Absolutely. Does. Awesome individual. Really. Well, I think that's all we got, right? That's all I got. That's all for I got. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in tonight and watching the show. I know we're we're getting in the warmer months of the year where people are, you know, still fishing and stuff and and we missed last week, so we apologize for that. I hope everybody had a good uh Memorial Day. Um Hopefully uh, we see you on the water, and if I do, hopefully you're not in my spot. Stay out of my spot, guys.